Hello and welcome to episode 178 of Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast, a weekly podcast where we figure out what we think about everything. My name is Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. And this week we're going to talk about going on holiday. <laughs> going on holiday. Um, it's fun, isn't it? It's so relaxing. <laughs> it is. I mean, and what do you do? Where do you go on holiday if you're stuck on holiday and everyone comes to you to go on holiday, but they're on holiday and you're not? And that's also hard, in my opinion. <laughs> and um, also, like, I have a bad bad habit of over, over, like, not doing very, like, Sharon loves planning a holiday and I like avoiding any sort of planning or thinking about anything at all I'll just like click buy on the flight and buy on the hotel and that is about as much preparation as I will do into something flight or train and um, that's hard enough and then so I tend to sort of get somewhere and realize that I have really not thought this through and, <laughs> and I paid a bit too much you know things like that so um but also I've been reading um I finally got around to reading Tim Ferriss four-hour work week book this week and um I, I i i i'm not very far through it but it seems like his point is like you um you know you sort of design the like the lifestyle you want and that tends to involve an intense period of working and then an intense period of doing something else that you want to do like going on a holiday or going on a trip somewhere and um it's like that's actually like a cadence i haven't tried of all the different Stru- I, I, want, I don't want to say cadence but it is a cadence like like a full week weekends part time uh, you know like long weekend long time off breaks I, I, I've not tried the work till burnout but then have a holiday for like a month is well, that sort of, what he sells I, well <laughs> I don't know if it's burnout well we'll get into it a bit more but because okay. I, I don't because the irony of it being that I've been putting in like 11 hour days after reading the four hour work week this week is a bit silly (laughs) isn't it um uh but yeah yeah the point is like you know how do we sort of like design a lifestyle that lets us kind of do do sort of minimize how just sort of have that structure of, of 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 existence where we do a bit of work and get something out of that and then we go somewhere else and do something like that um go on holiday um and it and yeah okay um let's go for and it. you're just on holiday permanently as well yeah i live on holiday <laughs> live on holiday <laughs> so uh, and, uh, yeah. yeah so basically lucky yes, for got, some i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> um Here we go. How's it going, Ivanka? Today I lost at a swimming race. Oh, my goodness. I came last. I didn't just not win. <laughs> so after my telling child. me you'd been putting in a don't break the chain yeah, every day I've done swimming. A don't break the cha- t- chain 14 days in a row of swimming one kilometre. I also this week did it. We invented, well, Nick was like, hey, let's do a triathlon. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so we did a 5K run, 10K mountain bike, 1K swim. That was yesterday. Yeah. And today, the child swimming club thing had a oh, awards celebration thing. And there, there was a parent. Did a bunch of middle aged, unfit people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was wrong. I swam as fast as I could. Mm. I really did. And then uh, I was, yeah, last I was. Uh, but, but what was worse was that the child was really disappointed. 
The child was disappointed. She wanted her mother to be a winner. I wanted you to win. I didn't want you to come last. I told all my friends that you were the strongest mummy. I was also the oldest mummy. I'm going to use that. Okay. And and I'm going to use the fact that I um, I just never, never, ever sprint. I don't go fast. I don't go fast on a mountain bike. I don't go fast on a run. I don't don't go fast. But maybe, uh, judging by how knackered I am from swimming 33 metres... As fast as I could. Front yeah. crawl as well, which is not my strong. I can do front crawl. I'm getting better at front crawl. I've been practicing. I've been practicing doing it quite in, at a leisurely tempo so that I can get my technique mm. right. So I've not, I've not tested it in extreme speed mm. because, you know, I, I'm still in perfecting the, 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 the stroke mode. Anyway. Well, look, you learned something about yourself <laughs> I today. I did. I think, I think perhaps sprinting is a useful thing for fitness maybe i don't know anyway that's what happened this week um that happened this morning uh, well, um, but yeah there you go good. okay that's you know that's the major yeah. high headline from the week well, we can keep it snappy yeah what about thing. you I'm, I'm good I, I i started reading this book feeling a bit like my my app sales are just miserable again and i'm like right and then i started reading this tim ferris book and going uh um and then just thought okay well let's just uh, try being effective and be instead of being efficient at stuff that probably doesn't need to be done um because I, I think um i think i think what he's, he talks about like um a lot of the work we do is performative just to sort of look busy um especially like in an office that's quite it's something you sort of have to do to sort of get by i think just like look like you're really busy all the time and then people sort of like respect respect your job kind of thing but I, I think a combination of me sort of like wanting that sort of attention from people that, oh, wow, look, and um, and that sort of work thing, that work performativeness. Is, I, I think I do spend a lot too much time doing stuff that looks busy but probably isn't really necessary, that I can sort of talk about how much work I've done instead of just going, okay, what's the 20% of work that I need to do that will have the 80% effect? And what is the 80% that I can cut out that, that's not actually really giving me anything? So I'm just looking at things in those terms this week, but it did mean that I'd, I've been putting in these extra long days trying to get like my new version. Of, I was like, well, this needs to be done. And because he also said like the thing about how the time, your time will, you know, your t- any task, it just expands to fill the available time. So just like yeah. set yourself a really tight time limit. So I went, okay, well, I'm going to, Monday, I'm going to finish this new feature for the app. Tuesday, I'm going to do the thing. Wednesday, I'm going to do the marketing copy. Thursday's bug fixing. Friday's I'm releasing. This is something that could have taken me weeks, but I was just like, no, I'm just going to give myself one week. So we're going to de-scope a feature. We're going to get into it. Yeah, yeah. But also because Sharon's, par- Sharon's parents are here, it means that she's not been home in the evenings. So I've just been like staying in the studio late and working. So it's, um, it's like a, a combination of two things, meaning that, I've been putting lots of time into this thing. I also did a really good interview with uh, Paul Decane, DJ, um, on t- Tuesday where he talked about his, uh, his, how he set up his DJ stream. It turned out he made this song that we'd heard that goes, Everybody in the place, rock the party. You remember that song? With the thing. Everybody in the house, rock... Everybody in the house, 
rock the, that thing um so yeah he made that track that got to number nine in the 90s and i didn't even realize that was him because i just know him as a streamer that does an amazing dj stream and it turned out he spent like six months preparing to go live basically and and he's got this whole background in like um like wow. cameras and marketing and all that kind of thing so uh, yeah i had a really good chat with him so that's something i'm gonna be working on anyway that's me basically i do not exist outside of you ask me how i am and i say work is going this way <laughs> because my life is to you know apart from you know and it's like and then i chilled with shaz and we watched home before dark which is all right is it yeah fine <laughs> I watched vivo vivo the new animated movie from on the disney plus channel Hmm. It's all right. I haven't seen that. It's one. actually quite. It's quite good. There's one track in it that's quite mm. good. Bit modern. Okay. You know, rather than Disney. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shall we see your race? Yes. Go on. Oh, although the thing is, like, no one's watching the stream. Maybe Sharon is, um, and no one's paying for the video. So, I mean, there's two people paying. So, no one's going to see this. But if you want to see this race, then yeah. you know you can sign up on Patreon and see it. That was that. That was Ivanka's race. <laughs> I think Sourced with commentary it. from Nick, I couldn't hear the sound levels. So I don't know what this bloody podcast sounds like at the moment. I think I altered an input just now and it may have just gone and destroyed everything. But hey, it's a high quality podcast. Also, the sounds outside the window, I will be showing what is making those sounds. They're put tearing down a an old a building the old british legion um outside my window and there's just i can't there's no point trying to hide from the noise so we just have to embrace it right going on holiday when did you last go on holiday michael uh, well i did go we went up to liverpool a couple of weeks ago you that's did. not really a holiday but it's um it was a couple of days where i had to like plan something and book something and and um but you know the, the buyer's remorse of that as he may I, I can't even remember if i said but yeah just um it was expensive to get on the train it was expensive to uh, stay in the hotel i had a driving lesson this week though which Ooh. i think is going to make going on holiday a lot better once i can drive mm. <laughs> <laughs> different 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 better Mm, don't know get more freedom to go around and watch things look at things visit exactly. things maybe yeah yeah um good so you've been to liverpool yeah. i went on a, i went wild camping that was my recent uh, yeah. holiday i think how much first go on well could, how much planning did that take because you just jumped and did it right yeah we've got a van yeah it's equipped exactly. for camping so you're so. sort of skeptical about the whole driving thing but then like you're able to do that i couldn't well, I suppose I could book a ticket and get on a... But, yeah, that's just a whole class of holiday that is uh, not available to me. True. Mm. Yeah, it does give one a degree. But then the, you can't... If you're, go, if you're looking for wild camping spots, you don't... Or, you know, you can, it can be very hit and miss mm. as well. It can just be 
the wrong place, <laughs> um, which doesn't really help. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, and we don't really plan our holidays very well at all. Mm. We don't book them in. That's one of our the complaints that 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 I get. Uh, that's how, that's what prompted our daughters. But Daddy, stop talking about you. You're stuck on holiday. We are stuck <laughs> on holiday. It was because we just we don't we, we forget to book them in. Right. Um, I think because we do live in a very nice place. That's part of it. And Brighton is as well. You know, I I deliberately stayed at home in August in Brighton before just so I could enjoy Brighton when. Right you know when it's not full-on work time so, the, so would you recommend living on holiday no <laughs> no well it's tricky because you know going back to your four-hour week thing mm. what made me i thought about i thought it was different <laughs> I, when you said one of the examples was this idea of like working really hard and then having periods of time away from work um i'm not i'm not sure that's a sustainable pattern because for example now that once we've got a child as well there's school holidays to accommodate and there's you can only go away at weekends and during school holidays uh really unless you're going to take your child out of school for a period which mm. here is technically at the teacher's discretion but in england is actually illegal well you can get fined mm. don't know if it's illegal um expensive but also like I don't think I can work full pelt. I have too many family obligations. I have too yeah. many demands on my time. So Yeah, definitely I, I, a sense I've got from reading this book, and I'm still not that far through it. it was, it's like, uh, this is all very well, but I don't see how this works if you do have a family. <laughs> I don't see yeah, how. Yeah, I mean, I, I did, I've worked very hard this year and done mm. some really long days. And done, like the first two weeks of the year, straight out of the blocks, I did that massive you know, full-on project, I was working till 10 at night. I can't sustain that mm. for more than a t maximum two weeks. I can't sustain it physically yeah. for me. And also my child goes absolutely mental. Yeah. Well, that's why you need a four-hour work week, if I That's what I was like, oh, because what I can do whilst living on holiday uh, or certainly living somewhere that sustains little micro-adventures and micro-holiday micro being going... I think going somewhere for the day. Mm. Why is that not a holiday? You know, yeah, taking yourself the, out how, of your environment. Yeah. How long does it have to be to be a holiday? I don't know. I read this article many years ago about this person. They talked about having micro adventures. Yeah. So before they had kids, they'd gone off on big, you know, trek this and do that. And now they maybe go and camp out for one night. Right. And I, I but that does break up. It, it disrupts yeah. your routine and is actually i think in many ways really restful mm. plus camping there's no chores you know literally you can spend two hours making a cup of coffee and playing scrabble with a child that doesn't know how to spell yet and it's you know, perfectly entertaining it's fine. <laughs> relaxing so yeah did i answer your question about no, I don't. Why? <laughs> staying living on holiday i don't know i I, really, I don't really know very much about holidays um i kind of like avoided <laughs> i don't know i i i've i've definitely sort of spent a lot of i remember i i've just spent a lot of time when i'm supposed to be on holiday like on my laptop i've certainly done that in the past um, last the last big the holiday holiday we did was to Greece and you know what a disaster that was because yeah. I lost my passport on the way to the airport but it was I think there's there's an aspect of like 
there's the anticipation of the holiday and then there's the holiday and so if you could have like always be looking forward to a holiday then that's that's nice isn't it but then it does put a lot of pressure on it as if you do suddenly are facing the prospect of that being taken away from you as well and you haven't got anything booked for ages and it was expensive and blah 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 i mean yeah i i I like the idea of a staycation but Mm. a staycation is very hard to to pull off i think and it to be it to be restful Mm. i think the hot the point of a holiday versus traveling for example or Mm. adventuring or some verb like that (laughs) continuous movement in any direction is like it there's some sort of purpose of going somewhere whereas the purpose of a holiday is to rest isn't it or is it well i think this is the thing like they say a change is as good as holiday. I think a holiday is more about it being a change. And if you try and like impose this idea that you're going to be relaxed the whole time, you're probably yeah. going to be disappointed because you've got to figure stuff out that's new and different things and you're still bringing yourself and all of your problems onto the holiday. And it's like the idea that you're just suddenly going to be able to switch off and sit and read a book. Like You can do a bit of that, but I think it's... I think you. Sh- I, I like the idea of embracing that I'm going to do something different for a holiday, but I have not figured but, out how yeah. to achieve that. But I think that is a rest because you're not solving the same problem. Like it rests your, it distracts your mind. It's like an active meditation in some ways. Where like, you know, here's. I remember talking to you about that those few days when we went off to northern Croatia, and like, you know, even sort of in the bathroom, seeing dust on the door. It's like, no, it's not my dust. I don't have to mm. clean it. Whereas, you know, while you're in your own home, or certainly for me, whilst I'm in my own home, I can always be doing something. I'll be feeling guilty that I'm mm. not doing something. Whereas if I take myself out of my home, even if it's a wild beach for a day, I'm not very good on the beach when it's just a beach beach and it's full of people. I've, I don't find that. I, I you know I don't I don't get I don't enjoy it that much. You know, there's too again, but I think that's because there's sort of pressure to do stuff. Buy this, have this, do that. Whereas you go after a wild beach. And you're just swimming and working out how to get the picnic stuff from the van, which might be parked two kilometres away. Right. And like doing paper, scissors, rock for who's going to have to do the, you know, it's just different problems, I think, yeah. is a nice thing. About no, so I suppose that, so on the, on the one hand, there's a sort of like, I think there is like a, there is a stress associated with that, with having to figure out an alternative routine. But on the same, on the other hand, like there is, you're very much present as you're doing that, which is something that y- yeah. you can sort of lose when you're in, in a routine. And yeah. then, but I think like if you're, if I am on a beach trying to do nothing, that's when all of my haunting thoughts will come back to get me. And, and I find that a bit exhausting after a while. I'd rather just like have an, I would write, you know, I think if it's too relaxing, I'm going to struggle to relax. Whereas if it's just the right amount of relaxing, then I'm going to sort of be stimulated and kept in the present enough. And and also I'm going to remember my experiences more than if I just like read a book the whole time. Yeah, I mean, oh. I'm not, I, I can't remember the last time I was allowed to go, you know, had a holiday, was allowed is a funny phrase, but you know, I had the opportunity to just lie and re- read a book, mm. not do it. I think the last time was when I went, went on some spa holiday in Austria. It was like this, um, they basically starve you. <laughs> you pay to go on holiday mm. and they don't feed you. Okay. But Sounds I have like to Deborah say, Francis White's uh, writing retreat. But go on. <laughs> it does sound a bit like that. This was like a, 
It was fun. It was weird. It was fun. It was different. But I think the very fact that you really couldn't do anything. I remember one one of the. I vividly remember having an afternoon because you're a bit tired because you're not eating anything. So I went to have a lie down and actually listened to music mm. without having music as the background track to something else I was doing. Mm. So it's like one task at a time. It's that. So I, I think it's in part why I'm enjoying the swimming, the one kilometer swimming at the moment. Mm. It's because you can't talk. Right. I certainly I could purchase something that would allow me to listen to something, but yeah. I don't see the point. And you just have this like you're in an isolation chamber for a, yeah. for a, for a, a kilometre, and that's you know your job's just to complete the swim. So I'm fine. I'm I'm enjoying that uh, distraction. Hmm. I'm not hmm. enjoying the distraction outside my window here. See what it is. That was, uh, yeah, that's what we're getting today. I haven't got clips put so much as a camera set up outside the window <laughs> feeding <laughs> so that if anyone's watching or if you do, uh, you know, go on the Patreon, you can actually see what all these noises are in the background of my thing. This studio for doing music in is really not, really not feeling worth the, uh, well, certainly not delivering on that aspect at the moment. Sorry. Um, what do you think about package holidays? Have you been on one? I've, uh, we went on one once when my dad died. My mum was like, right, we've got to do something completely different that we've never done before, and we'll go on a package holiday. And right. I've not been on one since. Uh, I think I think they have a different kind of pressure attached to them. Because, like, you know, they've got to deliver in this week or two weeks, whatever you've booked, mm. this package of, package of holiday has got to deliver, hasn't it? Whereas, you know, if you go off following your nose while camping, it's like, well, it could be great, it could be bad, doesn't matter, we've tried. So, when, that so when you say package holiday, you're thinking like there's activities organised and there's a sort of organised, someone's going, right, come on, today we're all going to go down to this beach. It's very beautiful and calm. OK, everybody, get in the bus. Yeah, That's my impression of a... Yeah, I think you have to. That's very good. Nick used to do that. That's another reason why we will never go on a package holiday because Nick used to run package holidays and be the person at the airport going hello and welcome to your holiday. And shouldn't you have all the connections then and be able to get? I no, but he loathes any organised activity whatsoever because that because when you arrive on these package holidays, the people greeting you have to sell you those outings, right? And they have targets. Okay. And they've got to kind of go, right, everybody, hey, well, I've organised this. And, you know, like, he spent seven years doing ski seasons, and mm. then in the summer he had to do summer seasons. He did package holidays. So he'd go to somewhere mm. often, work out what the outings should be, package them up, describe them as something, and then have to flog them. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm not, uh, well that's a, I wish I had that 
some version of that skill. He should do like a sign up for my newsletter and get my download on how to plan a package, plan a holiday. And <laughs> um, when I think of that, only, like all I've done that I um, would consider a package holiday is just going to, it's more of a resort. You go to the resort and then it's like the food is there and you don't have to kind of think about leaving the resort. Yeah, You're just yeah. like, there's loads of people in there and you've got your little room and it's got a little view out to the sea of or the sea in the distance or whatever it is. And then there's just like lunchtime, you just go and then you go and get all the buffet stuff and you get the cakes and you get the things and you eat. And then all you've got to do is sit and turn up, sit around, do nothing. And I've done a couple of those and I quite, I you know, I, I feel like I've inherited a certain amount of snobbery about about that sort of thing about I mean it's not I, I, I wouldn't mind going on a slightly classier one because uh, uh, I don't know it's I, I certainly <laughs> when I went to where did I go to Lanzarote it wasn't there wasn't like a single person in that hotel that I felt like I would have a good conversation with but i don't know maybe that maybe i should have uh, tried more because i've done it on my own uh, and and then our trip gre- trip to greece was a was a sort of similar type of thing but sharon sort of like you know laughed at me for sort of it being a package holiday i'm like well i don't know whatever what's wrong well, with that <laughs> well i think i mean what is wrong with it i don't know i mean i, I think there's i don't know where what well, i ha- certainly have that that same sort of idea of snobbery i'm trying to work out where it's come from as well but mm. i think it's just because we used to, we've always traveled a lot as a family we were always traveling from england to croatia by default you're being an adventurous family because right. you've got to drive across europe at least once a year and so and then my father used to arrange detours oh, we'll, we'll drive over the swiss alps this year and have a look at the swiss alps or we'll go you know, whatever but i think it, there is a difference if you're traveling on your own yeah you know, I really struggled, for example, as a single person, for example, I didn't want to go skiing on my own. Yeah. You know, I mean, ski, you can't really, I mean, people do, I'm sure, but I personally would not go on a ski holiday all by myself. And so, you know, if, if, if you don't have somebody to go with, then going in some sort of organized activity, that's how I ended up doing the ski goddess thing. Mm. Um, well, I looked for them. I didn't find them. Otherwise, all they end up being like some dating thing, and you don't want yeah. dating things necessarily. You just want to go on your own. Um, yeah. So I, I think, I, I'd, be I, too, I, think yeah. I would have been too scared to go on one of those things as well. But like, I, I sort of in my mid, sort of as my twenties wore on, I was like, I'm just gonna have to go on holiday on my own. Like, you always want to go with someone else, and it's like, well, I guess I'm not going with someone else, so I'm just gonna yeah. start embracing. So I did the little kind of Euro trip thing and just kind of got that that interrail ticket and just turned up in some places it's quite the good thing about being on your own is you don't really have anyone else to answer to so you know you turn up in i did turn up in berlin with no accommodation booked, not realizing that sundays were like things were closed and uh, having to sort of having to find an in a, you know an open cyber cafe to find like a and b that i could go and stay in that night but i don't really you know i don't really care like i mean it's not yeah, the worst disaster it sort of gives you a, gives you a story yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah but it's the opposite yeah. of like knowing you know doing some research and getting the travel guide and knowing all the hot spots that you're supposed to visit which i think sharon likes to do i, I suppose it depends slightly on your risk appetite yeah. So, you know, there's like, where am I going to sleep? What am I going to eat? Uh, bit. Mm. Uh, I'm not a great researcher up mm. front, um, I have to say. I do, you know, I might buy a guidebook or Google something. Mm. Um, I can't remember the last time I went somewhere so new 
that I needed to do loads of in-depth research, like going to a national park area. You just Google the national park. I mean, it's not, and the and the national. You turn up at a national park, and there's usually some leaflets at the counter, and you can sort of, you know what I mean? Like that's not high risk, is it? And I then it, I suppose how precious your holiday is and how much you spent on it. It's the same with like weddings. People who spend fifty thousand pounds on a wedding, it's like, well, how, what does it need to do to deliver? Yeah, exactly. Like the more money you put into it, but that, yeah, like the more you put into it, the more you put on it. I'm so this beeping. I'm sorry. Right, it stopped beeping. Thank God for that. Um, um, yeah, like you, you put a lot of pressure on these things, don't you? The more you spend on them, but then often you get there and you go, I wish I'd got the more expensive. Like when I went to Thailand and we're sort of staying in like a a grass hut with sort of a weak trickle of brown water coming out because we haven't really planned it properly and we've sort of turned up uh, versus and then seeing these like resorts with a nice that all look fancy going I wish I could just spend more money and just go and stay there you know um, yeah but then it can be a very expensive thing can't it like if, if very easily and and you're giving money to someone on the other side of the world that you've never met and you're never going to see again so this is there's this implicit sort of risk to cut you don't want to like put too much money in before you're sort of like standing in front of the person sometimes that's my feeling i, I think well i i mean what i was thinking about the um, that motorcycle trip that we did like we met people who'd been planning their trip for years right and they knew all the sites they were going to see and they knew all the details they were going to do and they planned it and they would got a wish list of things they had to see on the trip we decided to do the trip based on the fact that the paperwork was infinitely easier than going across Asia or down Africa. So that was how we chose the continents. We chose the timing based on, uh, you know, the weather. We needed to get from here to there or uh, during this window of weather opportunity. And then we just and vaguely knew we, it was so vaguely planned. And so, yeah. but then is that us being just, is that us being overprivileged arseholes who, who like who, who sort of go well you know I'm just going to drive from top to bottom of the world and I'll see what I can see on my way but but I also find that when you know if you if you've done loads of research hmm. and you've got a list of all the things you need it's like you cannot do everything hmm. you cannot see everything I don't think and there is such a thing as trying to do too much on a holiday you know, it's like just sit there can we all just sit down and shut up <laughs> not do anything <laughs> please can we just all shush right okay i'm switching switching over to the diggers again If you haven't got any, if you don't feel very rich and you need to take some time off because your brain's going to implode, some of my, I've had some holiday, some staycations where I just uh, played Portal, Portal Two, or or went to Hyrule and played in uh, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, and just explored uh, Hyrule for two weeks, and that's quite fun, even if simultaneously a little bit miserable as a, in comparison to doing the real thing 
<laughs> I've even like in lockdown, like we, I even like one day I just like went to the beach as Link in the game and then just sort of framed it so that it was just like the scene and then just had that on the TV so like the weather was, the water was just rippling and the weather was, the day nice. was sort of slowly changing. So it's like an ambient thing to just try and feel somewhere else. And like a lot of watching those uh, webcams from of locations, like, because um, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That last year, thing, there's yeah. been a lot of having to do that. Yeah. Um, we have a webcam on the on the seafront here that I keep forgetting to use when I want to check the waves. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but I my uh, no, <laughs> my my go on. No, there's a webcam app that you can get on Apple TV that I will I'll link to in the description. But one of them is um, Abbey Road. Which is like t- you know so you five can watch minutes away. Walking across the no, zebra. Well, you can, but it's also five <laughs> minutes from where we live, so it's like you could see the weather, like on the Abbey Road camera. Oh, and go, oh yeah, you know, it's just oh, the yeah, same as what I'm looking at now. But yeah, sorry. Go we, on. we, I've got this problem with with Nick. If I don't take him away from the compound, as he calls it, yeah. <laughs> he just can't sit and do nothing. He has to be doing something. Right, what are we doing now? What are we doing? I'm just going to make... Like the other day, um, he was supposed to be making lunch, but whilst he was making lunch, he made granola hummus lunch, baked some bread, mixed some crackers. I was like, I can't deal with the speed and the pressure. <laughs> just sit down. So, yes, going away. I think for me, if we stayed home, we're not into playing computer games, but I suppose for us, going to a beach, a wild beach, we, yeah, yeah. which means no facilities is our equivalent of stepping out of our world yeah well it's nice to have that there was because you live on holiday you have got wild beaches nearby (laughs) true but we used to at brighton we used to go up to devil's dyke which isn't quite the same but we'd like take a takeaway get a takeaway curry and then drive up to one of the beauty spots and just sit and eat our curry that's a nice thing that's a holiday yeah or or dinner uh, (laughs) you know like I, I, I like a I think the, the, I mean the change is the thing isn't it the, the just the change of so. scenery and lockdown even just going upstairs and sitting at the window just that was the level of desperation for something but then you know to go into Milan and being able to sit on the balcony and sort of go to, to different places was such a so we went to Rome that's the last probably you know yeah, it was yeah, a recent yeah. holiday and we stayed somewhere down there and I mean that was six weeks sort of living on holiday was it was definitely a little bit of that even though it was you know someone else's home um so um in terms of like well here's the thing here's here's the last subject um like there's there's the holiday where you go and like book a hotel and you sort of pay a bit but the idea is it's you know you're going to be left alone and hopefully there's a buffet breakfast at least or you do a package one and there's like all the sort of stuff's catered and all you have to do is turn up and read a book but then there's this whole other class of holidays where you go and visit someone mm. where you go and stay yes. with someone where you've got to like go so I know you said I could come but is this you've got to negotiate a time and you've got to turn up and then you've got to like you know a, 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 how much of that do you do visiting people i don't do so much visiting people but i live in a holiday so lots of people come to visit me ah. <laughs> yes we are terribly popular since we bought a house on an adriatic island um it's funny i i i uh i so there's people that have a obviously a open ticket to come and visit us whenever they like uh close friends where you can go look can you just not 
Let's not do the dishwasher now. Let's just sit still <laughs> and talk. It's obviously there's a theme here of me trying to get other people to do nothing. And then there's having people in your house the whole time. People maybe that you don't know so well. Uh, or you, you're just doing it for the first time. It's not that different to going on holiday with anyone, really, that you've never been on holiday with before. But the, the, the mismatch is the fact that for, for us, for me, I live here. This is my house. This yeah. is my office is here and my child need. We've got things to do. And the people visiting us are on their holidays and we're on a completely different Mood. <laughs> vibe. <It's> like, what? <laughs> and then, and then you've got this added things like I always put weight on in the summer. It's almost impossible to avoid because everybody that comes to see you, you're going to do at least one or two fancy dinners. If you don't go out, you're still going to. Oh, let's do a barbecue. Let's do this. Let's do mm. that. Oh, ice cream. Oh, but every su- summer, who puts weight on in the summer? Nobody. <laughs> Except me. People, well, um, I mean, I people did. People hosting, hosting. <laughs> hosting involves a lot of like preparing meals for people, I suppose. And that was that was our Milan thing. Obviously, we were got sort of getting fed <laughs> every evening, yeah, yeah. and like, uh, so I'd but go then, put weight know, on you as know well. What's just, weird though, yeah. without wishing to sound really ungrateful, mm. people who come and stay with you can be over helpful. Okay. It's like this is still my house, and so you, you know, like. You need to fit in with my, to some extent, you know, like every time you start doing stuff, you're sort of implying that I should have done it faster. It's weird. Like, but that's how like I feel. Empty, the, oh, starting to something. clear the table okay. when we've finished eating. So, I, you know, this is where I was thinking about being ungracious. It's like, just... Stop it! Stop doing things. That's not how we do it around here. Here we sit and we talk after it's finished eating. We're not on some sort of like delivery schedule for dinner. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, anyway. so oh dear. Thanks for listening. <laughs> okay. uh, so go and stay and at the Vankers. She'll, uh, yeah, she loves, it. She, she, she loves it. She loves it. I'm thinking like <laughs> the, I, I sort of like I did stay at that guest house in um, in um, Morocco. <laughs> Where yeah. it sort of had a little bit of a sort of like, because there was nothing around for miles. Like it was yeah. that sort of same dinner is at this time, and you know, even though it was like, um, I don't know, like servants, or kind of like, yeah, yeah, servant type people. Yeah. That's a weird thing. Certain places you go and there's like servants, or like even just in a hotel where there's people that you're supposed to tip, or I don't know, or that they want to carry your stuff, and you're like, but. What is the what is the arrangement here? What am I expected well, to do? You know. Yeah, I mean, I've I remember I've stayed in a place where because people aren't paying to come and visit. I, I love having people here. Let me don't. <laughs> it's really nice. I've we've Honest. had visitors. Honestly, I love to see it, but especially my. I think there is a difference with people I know really well, and then that are really really my like my mum's staying. She's not an inconvenience at all because she fits in around with what we're doing and we also accommodate her moves and I've got good friends that come like um, you know whatever that I really enjoyed them coming to stay and I enjoy new people because we've been invited to people's houses a lot when we've been traveling and Mm. it's so nice and it gives you a completely different view of the place and it gives you a very different experience and I want to give that experience to other people I just, when I wake up in the morning, want to sit quietly in the garden, drinking my coffee and watching yeah, the birds. Yeah, me alone. God. I'd like, I'm not here to be like, yeah, make yourself coffee. You don't need to ask me if you can make yourself a coffee, but you do need to ask me. It must be awful staying with me. Oh, dear. <laughs> but, but no, it's a, it's a, uh, but there's a difference between if you're, I've stayed mm. at a place where we were the only guests. Mm. 
So therefore, we were the only people that they were preparing food for and doing things for. But you sort of arrange a time, you know, breakfast will be at this time yeah. and lunch will yeah. be at this time. And are you having lunch today sort of thing? We did that in Colombia. We stayed somewhere to have a little break from our bike trip. But it was lovely because it did feel highly catered. Yeah. But also we were we and we did mucking just for fun because they were nice people and that felt nicer but uh but it's a different relationship to somebody you're sort of making friends with yeah and then inviting them into your home yeah, if you're not sort of employing um, them it's different sharon yeah. says um that it's unfair that i said that she laughed at the package holiday and that it was uh, that because i booked it sort of like through someone else that booked me a package holiday and it was like because an age a travel agent like literally rang me up and offered to organize something i was like actually i think that is going to help get this thing done yes do it and then she's like all he's done is clipped on a package i'm like whatever (laughs) (laughs) i will clarify that it wasn't the package holiday per se although i sort of do feel that i would rather do something more i don't know sophisticated somehow yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. lie, but still. I like to think that I'm very sophisticated. I didn't mean to misrepresent Sharon. Um, we don't, no. Sharon. We don't. We never, um, you know, we never think any any ill of you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's, just, it's true. You never could. Um, Clip um, four. Well, let, I'm going to show four. everybody this freaking nightmare outside again, one last time. So, so this Tim Ferriss thing, like uh, this this cadence, I want to f- see if it's a thing. Uh, the thing's beeping again. Yay! Um, <laughs> is um, should I be like just doing an intensive three months of work and then like two months of like just something completely different? Not a holiday, not uh, just doing nothing, but just doing a different thing, having a different experience, having a different. Because he's like the opposite of um, what was it like? The opposite of happiness is boredom rather than unhappiness. And, and actually the, the axis that we're interested in is excitement rather than happiness or sadness. Or like in games, it's like it's not necessarily fun. It's more about engagement. So it's like that enga- that excitement or engagement is the thing you're looking for um, more than whether it's good or bad necessarily. But um, this idea that um, you want to sort of introduce things that you, you want to optimize how many things you're excited about doing in your life so you sort of plan a plan to sort of go away to just live a certain life for these three months and then come back and like get into the work because i love working when i'm working and i always have this like tension of i'm really enjoying working at the moment if i work too hard i'm going to burn out and then i'm going to lose a month but mm. what if that's what if it's not like that was it i'm going to work really hard i'm going to in- happily burn myself up because i've got this other thing that i'm going to do that's going to use a completely different set of faculties so it's more like I'm, I'm sort of burnt out on this one thing can i then just go and do something else that's completely different and and just sort of get and so i'm always like i've got some excitement going and some energy going the whole time but it's just in a completely different type of thing i, I can't yeah i can't i can't get past the um the accommodating life in between that but i like the idea mm. that working it, but it's very hard to switch work on and off i suppose it depends what your work is because i can always you know there's always things that i can be doing that are 
that are nice or the things that I put off like uh, I had a call yesterday with somebody who's had somebody built them a website and they hate the website and they don't know how to sort it out I felt so sorry for him but it's like these are calls and things that I can do that technically certainly my daughter will define them as mommy's working because I'm at the computer talking to somebody but I I don't think that's work I think it's just having more time for but it but it also is work I don't know I, I find that on and off switch thing it's so impractical for me right now that I can't consider it seriously. <laughs> the way I look at the way what what my reference point is always um, like um, I was working. It was in it was when I worked for Oyster and um, I'd gone away on a holiday and it had been I'd been there for sort of maybe six seven eight days and I was just like getting on with the holiday stuff and then all of a sudden I get a phone call and it's a client like one of the clients with a bug about the website that I'd been like you know working on and that like toppled all of my zen all of my chill so much that yeah. I was like that is why you've got to have a really hard line on that stuff because that work world that the sort of way that that world is couched and the things that are urgent and the things that you, are really important in that context are so at odds with what is important when you're yeah, on holiday that if you let true. them in, you're just not on holiday anymore. And I, I, I just, why I've got like a really hard line, like I have to put boundaries up for holidays because it's kind of a fragile thing. Because if you start thinking about like, Oh, who's on? Who's on this call? When's the deadline for this? Oh, there's a bug on. It's like how you. It's just. It takes a while to bleed that out. Like the radiator, you got to kind of get rid of it. You got to rinse it out of your brain, or it's just gonna like ruin yeah. your day. I think. I think I've forgot. I mean, yeah. I think. I think I've. I'm a little bit far away from that, which is. But that. I think that's why I need to go on activity holidays. <laughs> like ski holidays or walk up the Himalayas or go where you know you've got a thing to do so there is no time to accidentally answer the phone yeah so that's what I'm talking about I mean I was on a bike ride when this phone call came in I wasn't doing nothing but like I was you know we're out for the day on a bike ride doing something and then it suddenly it's it's like this freaking thing cuts through the clouds like a like a poisonous like demon and i'm like i can't this is just this is no good it's the same yeah. reason I, I don't want to do contracting when i'm working on 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 my you know on my my own stuff because it just tears through it in such a like it's so orthogonal to the way i'm thinking like the, about the things i want to be thinking about but that is well, one the, yeah. no sorry but, sorry i was going to say the friend is staying with us at the moment she doesn't particularly like her work at the moment it's very unsatisfying she doesn't enjoy it and then yesterday some arsehole for lack of a better word phoned her up with some bad news about work and she was in tears it's like it's she's on holiday yeah why why would you phone her up why would you do Sorry. that it's just so rude um so yeah i think respecting i think part of the holiday thing is that you should do what you want to do and nobody's allowed to like you know what i mean and it's got to be some, it can your take choices some, yeah and it can take some effort to figure out what those things are that you want to do yeah. um one last thing i would just like so you've got when you the, a nice thing about having a job with a number of hours and certain number of holiday days is you when you're on holiday you you, you know you're still getting paid if you're a contractor like you you never really want to take any time off because you're not getting paid for any of those hours that you're not 
like earnestly working and so yeah. it just feels really it's like that's a lot of money per day that i'm put, leaving on the table there if i go on holiday and then that's what sort of leads to this cycle of having to get completely destroyed by a project before you'll take a break from it that i've i've succumbed to but that's why um having an app that's just selling without me having to kind of physically be working on it every day has been has been very um as someone that doesn't want to take do all those sacrifices that you have to do when you're working for someone you know in a job um but in terms of you know sort of like feeling like you're doing what you should be doing um it, it, it sort of it, it gives me a little bit of that oh god i could actually go on a trip and it, i wouldn't just be sacrificing like a lot of money um so that's 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 quite nice so i would recommend if you can create a passive income stream by magic by doing something five years ago and fluking that there was a pandemic then i would recommend that it's uh freeing yeah so yeah, so, yeah do that um but yeah any th i think the uh, i think my current freelancy status uh and you know sort of business only self-employed nobody's paying my holiday money situation mm -hmm. does heavily taint my <laughs> attitudes to holidays <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure but i can't wait to have i really want to go skiing <laughs> yeah <laughs> i really okay. hope we can go skiing this year so i can go on a holiday that's what I view as a holiday. Okay. Well, skiing holiday for Ivanka. Let's make it happen. Yes, please. Somehow. That's what I want. <laughs> and then for me, I don't know. Um, <laughs> holiday. I keep. I've got this book a holiday thing in my uh, in my dungood every day that just I, I, I just I, keep snoozing. I, I've, I, yeah, more or less. Um, but yeah, there we go. Let's let's end it and go to the titles. Now let's do that. No, so, we get, we'll get serious for, after summer. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. If you uh, if you uh, like the podcast, you can go to grandpodcast.com and you can subscribe. And if you support us on Patreon, you can see the video and see what's... I put a little video feed of the stuff outside my window so you can associate the sounds with what's actually going on. That's fun. Um, where can people find you on the internet, Ivanka? People can find me, at Ivanka, on Twitter, uh, in between various people ranting about things okay. that I don't know what they're talking about. I see. Um, yes, that's what find, happened. You can find me at Michael Forrest and Squares TV, squares.tv. And today I'm going to be doing, I mean, I, I, yeah, there's no point mentioning, you can get app. I'm doing a, a webinar today, but there's no point telling the no people on the stream <laughs> I thought hey, I'll promote the thing whatever um, yeah but yeah that's grandpodcast.com come and subscribe we're live on Twitch every Friday morning-ish um, <laughs> depending on what else happens and uh, it'd be lovely to see you on the in the chat um, so yeah with that I think that's about it isn't it unless there's anything that else about it. no um, I'm happy okay I'm glad we made it <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and see you next time. Bye. 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 B